In a world with too much pop culture to consume, one man and one woman will argue about it until they get bored. It's an epic battle between obsession and indifference, and the winner will determine... Well, very little, actually. Eric Johnson and Emily Jones star in Giant Geek vs. Mega Noob. Whoever wins, we're still losers. Welcome to Giant Geek vs. Mega Noob, the podcast where we argue about something one of us is totally obsessed with. And the other has never even seen. I'm Eric Johnson. And I'm Emily Jones. If this is your first time listening, you can find more Giant Geek vs. Mega Noob at gvnpodcast.com. And you can also find all of our past episodes on iTunes and Google Play Music. Today, we're talking about Super Mario Bros. 3, a video game originally released in 1988, therefore older than both of us, Yep. for the Nintendo Entertainment System. I Mar- feel sorry for all the old people listening to this who are, man, like, I was born in the 80s, and, you know, I was born in 87, and I, now I feel old. Sorry. Yeah, honestly, I don't think they feel bad. I think they just kind of roll their eyes and look down on us for being yeah. young. Yeah. Um, anyway, thank you for listening. <laughs> <laughs> Indeed. Mario games are known for their intricate stories and complex characters. I'm really glad the next two words in the script are just kidding. Yeah. Because I was getting pretty dubious. As you should be. Uh, no, in reality, uh, or in the game anyway, you are a plumber who gets big when he eats mushrooms and there's a bunch of monsters and you run from left to right and stomp on the monsters' heads. And then at the end, you fight a big evil dinosaur. I did not know there were dinosaurs. And you rescue a kidnapped princess. That part I know. Uh, spoiler alert. Yeah, you, you fight a big dinosaur named Bowser at the end of it. He's like almost always oh, the Oh, I didn't guy. know Bowser was a, ba- was a dinosaur. Well, he's technically a Koopa, but I'm not going to split hairs here. He looks like a dinosaur. What the hell is a Koopa? A Koopa is a Japanese dinosaur, I think. Okay. Any any case. Okay. Yeah. Um, it's basically the same po- the same plot as any other Mario game, but 28 years since it came out, Super Super Mario Brothers three is still regarded as a classic, and I have never played it, which is a shock because I have played so many video games. And this is one of the uh, weird things about video games. Like, so with this game, I have played the first few levels of this game more times than I can count. I played this uh, largely in like. Um, you know how in some hotel rooms you can pay for like an hour of video games like that? No, it, no, I did it, not. I did not know that was a thing. Okay, it used to be more of a thing. It's kind of gone out of style because now every kid in the world has an iPad. But um, it used to be you could pay like seven dollars an hour and you could play like Super Nintendo games or whatever. Huh. Um, and then the hotels would make a, a crap load of money off of my family because my sister and I would keep on buying more and more hours. No and one, so, no one ever told me that was a thing. So yeah, so we, so we never owned the consoles. We never actually owned. I never. Owned actually owned a copy of this game until uh very recently uh but uh and so I've, there's le- there's levels of this game there's parts of this game that i have never played but i've played the first part of it so many times <laughs> i mean there are parts of this games that i've never played too i know but i'm the geek so the in any case, all parts of it in fact yes <laughs> uh we're gonna go play this and then we'll be back after the break to see how it goes Hey guys, Emily and I are off playing Super Mario Brothers 3. Yes, we are, apparently. 
and normally, I guess at this point, is when we'd be talking about warding, we're going to spoil the game. Um, Emily already took care of that in the in the intro here. You're a plumber, and you fight monsters. And excuse a... me, I was just reading what I was what I was told to read. Like it's your words, your words it came out of your mouth. You know, it's, uh... it's like a politician who you know a politician just just reads whatever is given. It's still his words, right? All right. Yeah. Gotcha. I have no way of knowing that that's how the game ends, sir. Yeah. It's how every Mario game ends. Anyway, um, so in, in lieu of actual spoilers, we'll just cut straight to how to get this game. Um, we had some difficulties in... Uh, many difficulties. Many difficulties, which I will not go into because they make me angry, and I don't like to podcast angry sometimes. Um, so <laughs> let's just cut straight to the fact that you can get Super Mario Bros. 3 if you have a Wii a Wii U or a Nintendo 3DS. And Nintendo is super confusing about this stuff. Um, basically, you need to just go to, you need to figure out if the, uh, and those video game consoles have a thing called either an eShop or a virtual console. Just search for Super Mario Brothers 3. It's the game that looks like it's from the 80s, uh, not Super Mario 3D World or anything like that. Um, so uh, it should be, I think, $5 in all those places. So pretty cheap. You can go pick it up over there. I am doing that on a borrowed 3DS. Yes, or you can just borrow a friend's 3DS, which also works. Or if you have an old console, that, that works too. However you do it, go play Super Mario Bros. 3, or at least uh, play part of it, you know, the intro part of it, and uh, then come join us for the rest of the discussion. And we're back. We just spent a couple hours playing Super Mario Bros. 3. Uh, and before we get to my experience with this game, Eric... Why did you select it for the podcast? Uh, well, why I selected it is a bit different from something I love oh. about it, which we <laughs> usually do. Why I selected it is that I really like hearing you talk about video games. I know that you are not uh, even always... though I even though I sound like a broken record. Well, we'll 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 see. We'll let's see if we we can get tease some some new thought out of out of today's podcast. But good luck. Um, I, just the fact that since we had such different upbringings regarding video games, I really like hearing you know your perspective on trying to play them. Uh, trying, I guess, being the operative word based on some text messages I received from you. Yes. Uh, but in, in in our traditional format, just something we love from the the thing that we uh, the, we the geek uh, have chosen. Um, the music in this game is uh, so, so fantastic. And it's not something that would really make an impression if you're just playing for the first time. I'll grant you that. But I think the music the in this game... The only impression that it made was that it kept repeating over and over again and getting in my head. Yeah, well, that's kind of the uh, the, way, the way it's written to get in your head. It's kind of earworm-type music. And... Um, I just, I, you're hearing a bit of it there during the little, uh, during the little spoiler break, the little, little break, uh, before we got to this discussion. And, uh, if I could, I would just spend this entire podcast just humming like bars of music and then, you know, play, playing that. But that's probably not conducive to an actual good discussion. No, I would appreciate it if you did not do that. <laughs> no, okay. Uh, so, uh, before I get, fall down that rabbit hole, Emily, what did you think of the, uh, bit of Super Mario Brothers 3 that we've, uh, played today? Um, well, first of all, I was actually surprised because I'm, I thought I was pretty familiar with Mario music uh, because as we may or may not have, dis I don't think we've ever discussed this on the podcast, and we probably have in real life, that one time, despite never having played any of these games, um, I was part of a group Mario Halloween costume. Um, so I was Princess Peach, uh, and I had friends dressed up as uh, Mario and Luigi and Bowser, uh, and we had rigged up... 
I believe since it was approximately 2005 or six, uh, the the technology in play was a uh, a burned CD in a Walkman uh, <laughs> with some wireless computer speakers. Wait, there'd, or... there'd have to be a Discman, right? Wasn't that the the Walkman that played CDs? Was the Discman? Yeah, but eventually they just started calling it the Walkman. Oh, really? Like my okay. my quote unquote Discman had like the little Walkman W on it. Okay. By that point, anyway. Um, and I don't know what kind of little speakers or maybe even just headphones turned up really loud, like in the bottom of one of my friend's trick-or-treating bags. So, like, I got to know that music pretty well, but it was not this music. It was... So, so it's, it's probably the... So that's the theme that everyone... And there were, like, maybe three or four tracks, but none of them were the music from this. It was probably all music from the first Mario Brothers game, Super Mario Brothers 1, which is what that theme is from, and maybe also... Yes. That, yes. Yeah. That's the that's also Mario Brothers 1. That's from the second level. So those are the ones that I think people most often think of as being Mario music. Yeah, I've never heard this music before. But this is, uh, if you've played the first couple levels of this as many times as I have, you love this music. Or maybe you hate it, but it, you probably love it. Um, I, the- I kind of hate it a little bit. I haven't played it as many times as you have, but I've played it. I've played the first level a lot of times in the last couple hours. Okay, so let's start with the first level. How long did it take you to get through the first level of this game? Um forever like i in terms of time i don't even know it was probably almost an hour um and definitely like definitely like six or eight deaths which each take four deaths or i think actually five deaths okay you mean so you you game over you you ran out of lives six or eight times yeah at least something like that so so what what was kind of like what was killing you what was the the thing that was stopping everything all of it (laughs) The stupid little, the stupid little mushroom turtle dudes, Goombas, and the damn, um, the the stupid fireballs that the Venus flytrap shoots. Piranha plants, yes. A couple, they were shooting. <laughs> a couple times the Venus flytrap killed me. Um, I fell a bunch of times in the little spaces that you have to jump over. Just all the things, all the things yeah. that can possibly kill kill you, killed me. Um, and actually, we 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 kind of. I don't know. We skipped over the, uh, the, the, well, I don't know. I guess we can talk about it before we get into my overarching thoughts. <laughs> um, yeah, no. So, so what, what was, do you have sort of overarching? Do you have a grand well, yeah. thesis on this? Like, So, I mean, I wouldn't call it a thesis exactly, but like my overarching reaction is like, I don't really have, I don't really have a problem with this game. Like I didn't like, it's not like I hated it or something, but like, I I don't know. I don't know why I would spend time doing this. Like, it's just, it's so annoying. Like, it's just continually trying to repeat the same task. And every time you fail at it, you have to start back at the beginning. And, like, what's really, what really, really, really annoyed me was once I finally got to level two, once I ran out of lives and failed at level two, I had to go fucking beat level one again. And it took me, like, just as long or almost as long to be, and almost as many tries to beat level one again as it did the first time around. And it was like, no, I already did this. I shouldn't have to go back and do it again. I'm like, I, ah. So were were you, um, were you like, uh, checking the, the, the question blocks, like to get the power ups and things like that? Yes. So you were getting like the mushroom and then it was, so it was making you big, then small, then it was killing you. Yes. Okay. And then you, and then you, you texted at one point to say that you'd gotten a, um, 
the uh the the, the leaf power up which turns you into a raccoon Right, I got I got a couple of those, but I couldn't figure out what they did that were any different, other than shielding me twice from death. Yeah, so um, this is one of the things about well, old and video I tried, games. I tried like playing with different because you said something about that making me able to fly. So I tried a yeah. couple different buttons to see if I could fly, but I couldn't. Yeah. So basically, so, all that it did was give me like another layer of like like another, another hit before you died. Right. Yeah. So um, with with a lot of these old games, there's actually a term, Nintendo hard is what they were called. It's basically because modern video games oftentimes will have like a little thing that pops up on the screen and says, press this button to do this, hold this button down, and then press this button to do that. And it very much like walks you through the actual, you know, every little thing about them. Yeah, Portal, I feel like Portal kind of did that. It did, yeah. It had little, little pop-ups saying like, press E to pick up this box and things like that. Yeah. Um, old video games didn't do that. They, they were much less hand-holding, and I had totally forgotten that when I picked uh, this game. Like, this is something that I was thinking about when I was playing, is like, oh yeah, okay, that's, this is gonna come up. Um, but yeah, so this, the thing with uh, Well, and the... that's, that's always been my experience with, we were talking about this before we recorded this, that like, yeah. I, so I've never played any of these like, narrative Super Mario Brother game, Super Mario games, but like, I have played a fair amount of Super Smash Brothers and like Mario Party and right. and that kind of thing, um, and my experience with all of them has been like I have no idea what's happening. I'm just literally like just smushing like smashing buttons and I don't know what they're doing. Yeah. So I mean, <laughs> with with, the, with this game, you know, there's the, the A button is jump. If you hold down the B button, you run. And then if you have either, see, the... I didn't even know that. I I I had a I had a little joystick with my thumb. Yeah. That ran. I didn't yeah. know that B ran. Yeah, I, I think I texted that to you at one point. Maybe, maybe it. No, got you to... just you said there was a button that makes you jump and a button that makes you run. Yeah, but... I think I texted you like when after you were in the middle of playing because you you would do text me saying you were having some trouble on the first level. So I think I texted you like a oh, hold B, hold B down to run. No, um, you did not. In any case, I didn't need to because I had a little joystick that did it. I, I okay. I, it says right here. Keep at it. You can also jump over them and run like hell. Hold B to run. Oh, okay, fine. I didn't see that. <laughs> well, because I was playing and I was trying not right, to yeah, die. Yeah. No, I, I probably should have told you that ahead of time. But, yeah, no, um, but in any case, I didn't. Well, that's what I'm saying is I didn't have to hold B to run, which I could not. Okay, I'm glad I didn't have to do that because B and A are right next to each other, and I could not have done that. Um, but. I had a little joystick with my left hand, so yeah. I couldn't have done it with one hand. That's like physically. How do you even do that? That's impossible. So how do you? You're holding how do you down do both one, with one thumb. You're holding no, no. You're holding down B with your right thumb, and you're using your left thumb to move Mario. So, so normally you can just move him at a normal walking pace with your left thumb. You hold down B, and then you move the joystick, and so he's running. So it's sort of like if you imagine. Oh, it makes him like, go faster. Yeah. So if you imagine you're typing and lowercase, you hold down shift and right. you go to okay. uppercase. I, I didn't. I didn't understand. I thought you meant. Okay, I didn't understand that it was an acceleration. I thought you meant that that was how he moved. Yeah. Um, oh, I didn't know he could go faster. I don't think that would have helped because it might I... have. So, so here, this is the thing with with the um, it's called the um, the raccoon suit. I think. Hold on, actually, let me check this before I say the wrong thing. Uh... Well, because like I had, I have such a hard time with like coordinating when I jump on top of the little turtle man and like when I hit things and whatever. That like, I I don't know that going fast would really. Well, so, so helped with me the, um, at all. <laughs> when you have the, the super leaf, which is the thing that turns you into like a little raccoon looking Mario, um, if you 
hold down B to get a little a little running start. There's a little thing at the bottom of the screen, kind of these little triangles that turn from black to white. Um, it's like filling up a meter. I don't know if you noticed this. Probably not as if you weren't using B to run. Yeah, I guess it would only be if you're using B to run, you would ever, ever see that. There's a little meter at the bottom that um, if you run for a long distance, it fills up these little triangles. And when it's all the way filled up, if you have the raccoon suit, then you can jump and you'll fly through the air. So it's sort of like a... Um, the, the place where you pick up the leaf, like kind of in that first level where, where you um, there, you stomp on those Goombas where, and you pick up the leaf, it's basically like a long runway there. The whole idea is the game is trying to get you to like run down this long path and then take off. Um, but because this is an older video game and it doesn't hold your hand, it never says that explicitly anywhere. Like maybe it's possible that the book ca- the game came with an instruction manual that you know I've also never seen that said that. Um, but... Um, that's the thing with a lot, a lot of, uh, I think it's called conveyance. A lot of these games, it's sort of the idea of you're just expected to press buttons in different combinations, try things, experiment a lot, see what happens, and you're supposed to fail a lot. I mean, that's something that I, I can, I can see this is, this has been frustrating for you, but I feel like that's something that um, these old games, especially, they were, they were brutal and they were intentionally, you know, about dying and retrying and trying again and and you know, kind of like we were saying earlier this season with edge of tomorrow kind of that's sort of the yeah. ethos of a lot of these games you know yeah which i guess the the problem is i just don't really have an interest in doing that <laughs> um but yeah but i also i mean like okay i, I like I, I understand what you're saying but i still feel like i had such a i had such a coordination problem that like i don't i I can't really think of when in the game I could have gone fast and not died by virtue of going fast because I would, like, fuck things up. Yeah, I mean, it's it's something where you would have to, like, you have to pick your places to do it. And most of the time in Mario games, you're actually going slow. Most of the time, you're standing, you're waiting, you're not moving, you're waiting for your opportunity to jump in just the right place and then jump to the next thing. It's very much more of a game of um, patience than of anything else, in my opinion. Yeah, no, that's, I think that's accurate. I definitely, I spent a lot of time just standing there and waiting for the, what are they called? Goombas? Goombas, yeah. Waiting, like just standing and just jumping on a whole bunch of them in succession until there was like a break. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So, so yeah, I mean, I guess like with, um, and yeah, that's interesting. The fact that you brought the fact that if you die in level two, but you run out of lives and you start over in level one again. So sort of like, um. Yeah, I got so if it took me too many lives to go through level one, I just killed myself over and over so that yeah. I, because basically if I went into level two, I, I just, I was, I refused to go into level two with less than two lives left because it was just a futile proposition. Yeah. So I just kept running into the first Goomba over and over again to try to beat the first level in only one or two lives. So I'm wondering about sort of like your frustration with the controls and with kind of like making Mario do what you wanted him to do. I mean, um, like, I don't know, as we've talked about this before, like with sort of the mechanics, like we were talking about with Portal, you know, the the mechanics of doing a bunch yeah, of like really Portal complex doesn't, stuff Portal really doesn't kill you. Right. That, that's most of the time Portal does not kill you if you, if you And follow, they don't you. send you back to the very beginning of the game when they do. That's true. Um, this is much more, this game is much more kind of like one of the old arcade games where basically, you know, their games were still sort of rooted in this like mentality of, you know, using up the player's quarters, right? You know, you go, yeah. you, you go to an old arcade, you put in a quarter, you play a game, you play until you die. And then the end of that, if you want to 
play again, you would have to put in a new quarter. That was like the business model. And then uh, and it wasn't until, you know, I've never thought about why it's like that. That makes perfect sense. That that's, that's that was kind of why game old games are so difficult, especially compared to new ones as new ones. You've paid your $60 and sometimes they charge money for like add on levels and stuff, but they already have your money. So new games have less of an incentive to be difficult at least by default you know some games to be to be difficult in that particular way right like some games you can have like easy medium hard settings so like you can choose to play on difficult settings but like mario 3 has no choice you just have this game this is the only thing you can you can do is kind of try and figure out how to survive in this you know very bizarre world (laughs) it is certainly a bizarre world yeah, well, what did you think of sort of just like, I don't know, I, I realize you've spent a lot of time in the same couple areas, but what did you think of just sort of, I guess, the, the look of, of Mario? Uh, I I mean, it's fine. I, I don't know. I don't really have an opinion <laughs> on it. And I'm also, the thing is, like, I've never played the game, but I'm not unfamiliar with what, like, the old Mario games look like. Like, I've, like, I've seen this before. I'm familiar with the running around, and there are blocks that you jump on, and there are pipes, yeah. and, like, like I've, I've seen that basic the the basic sort of layout before yeah um so i don't know i mean it just kind of looked like it just kind of looked like an 80s video game it looked like mario kind of yeah i mean that's the thing that's kind of interesting um if i i don't think based on this i don't think we're gonna want to play another mario game on the podcast i don't think there'd be enough fertile ground for (laughs) but yeah i mean unless they really expand their world building (laughs) it it is kind of interesting though for anyone who is you know who's not played these games but is curious if you look at sort of the the different early mario games he actually like the look of the games changes a lot in the early goings like the first mario game super mario brothers you know he's like two colors he's just like brown and red in different uh-huh. patterns and the second game he's like got a weird blue outline and uh then this game he's sort of black and brown and red and then in super mario world he gets a lot more colorful because the graphics get a lot better the, yeah. the hardware you know um I don't know. I've always found this game's uh, look to be really interesting because it sort of looks very um, it's very colorful. The world is very colorful, but it's also sort of this weird mixture of like flat and like 3D. Perspective. Yeah, which drove me crazy because it's like you <laughs> never know. You never know if you're going to if you're going to be able to run past something or if you're going to run into it. And like if you jump those little like weird floating rectangles like Sometimes you can jump in front of them and you're fine. And sometimes you jump and you accidentally land on top of one of them. And like, I couldn't figure out any rhyme or reason to like what the depth was supposed to be like on those things. Like what was, what was supposed to be an obstruction and what I could jump over and what I was going to land on. Like I couldn't really figure that out. Yeah. So wait, so so this is when, this is in level one that you're talking about. Literally um... everything I'm talking about is in level one. Okay, so this, this is so like the, in level the, the, two, the, the in rectangles level two, are stacked on top of one another, sort of, yeah. sort of sticking out. Okay, yeah, yeah. Got yeah, it. so in level two, um, once I made it over that first thing that's really hard to jump because there's a thing in the way, and uh-huh. you have to get on top of the little block and jump over the pipe thing. Mm-hmm. Um, exactly once I made it over that. Okay. So that is as far as I got in the game, essentially, okay. was okay. that chasm at the very, the very first ravine in in level two is as far as I got in the game. So yes, everything I'm talking about 
is pretty much level one. Um, it's kind and of yeah. like, so I was kind of, yeah, I mean, I, I don't, I don't, uh, this is not a really like, criticism or anything, but I was kind of secretly hoping it'd be like Portal where like you were really frustrated for an hour, but then you had like a breakthrough in Portal where you got through like a bunch of levels. Yeah, and, because, you know. because I texted you and got you to help me with something. Yeah. <laughs> in Portal. But, but, but no, that was still, but you still had a, part, a big run in, in Portal where you were able to get through a bunch of stuff that in was part like. part because Portal doesn't make you start back at the beginning. Yeah. Yeah, I get it. And I mean, yeah, I under, I like, I get your, your explanation of why it is, but like, no, I yeah. just, I did level one so many times. Like, yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm just trying to think. Uh, like, I, it's I a wonder good thing. if it's, I. It's, it's actually, it's probably like good and healthier that I was playing on a borrowed 3DS because like if I had been playing on my own laptop, like. You might have broken it. I might have broken it. Yeah. <laughs> but I was, you know, being all like gentle and nice because it belongs to my lovely friends who were letting me borrow it. So. Yes. Um, yeah. So, I mean, I guess like. Who, by the way, if you're listening, guys, I really like I wasn't. Go- I was, there was no point at which I was actually going to break your 3DS. I'm exaggerating. Just, she just wanted to. That's all. Just to just to clarify, if, if you ever listen <laughs> to this podcast, your your thing was not in danger. I don't know what the hell to call it. I think of it. As, I think of it as a, like a Game Boy. I'm like, it's like a fancy Game Boy. I mean, that's, <laughs> that's basically what it is. It's a Game Boy with two screens and a little your fancy showcase. your fancy Game Boy was never actually in in danger. I promise. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah, I don't know. I don't. There's not really that much else that I really that there is to talk about. Like like we said at the start, these games don't really have that much of a story. I think out of all the Mario games, Mario Three actually has maybe the most story, and it's all like still barely any in the map you keep going back to um in the center of it there's a there's a castle which is the first sort of boss you go which is a guy who you just jump on his head three times and he dies and then at the at the end of it in the bottom right there's a ship that you get onto a, a flying like uh airship that then has um one of bowser's sons the uh koopalings um has bowser has children yeah the, the koopaling that's the whole thing so like in the first mario game you just fought Bowser over and over again at the end of every, like, world. At the end of every four levels, you just fight Bowser again and again. And for whatever reason, you keep on killing him, you keep on coming back. And this this was the first game that introduced, like, these different children with, like, different personalities in theory. Different attack styles and all that. So the whole thing whoa, is you get fancy. to the... You, sorry? I said, whoa, fancy. Yeah. So, I mean, you, the whole idea is that you get to the end of this world and the big culmination is like, oh my god, you're not fighting Bowser, you're fighting a Koopaling. Um, I forget. They're, they're all named after famous musicians. This one's like Ludwig von Koopa and this one that's like Roy Koopa named after Roy Orbison. And like, Oh my goodness. Yeah, it's, it's really silly. Um, but, and then, yeah, and then I guess like the, the paper-thin story is that at first you're not trying to rescue the princess. Initially, you're trying to get a magic wand to transform a king that has been turned into an animal. So at the end of, like, the first world of this, you see the king has been turned into a dog, like a really cute dog, and it's kind of like, does this kingdom really need, you know, a monarchy? Maybe it's just have a cute dog in charge, which seems fine. Well, yeah, but without the king, there might be a power vacuum, and, like, that's how some sort of what sounds like a like a terrorist kidnapper like Bowser managed to take seize power. Like, Yeah, exactly. So, so, so you kill kinda, his son. It seems kind of dangerous for the kingdom. Yeah, so you kill Bowser's son, you get the magic wand back, and you turn him back into a normal human. Um, and then you do that, like, seven more times. And then, for whatever reason, then at the very end of it, the princess gets k- kidnapped, because that's what happens in every Mario game, is Princess Peach gets kidnapped. It's just like, you know, they don't they don't have any other ideas, so. <laughs> yeah, and it's not problematic at all. 
Now let's not get into it. <laughs> no, I'm not going to make you get into it. Um, I don't really so, want to either. It's not like I have like a wide knowledge base to like speak authoritatively on this that subject in this particular context. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, since there's no real story that not to any great degree to dissect. I mean, is there anything else sort of on your mind? Any other thoughts about Mario Three? I mean, not not really. I didn't really get very far. So <laughs> yeah. I don't. I don't have very many thoughts because I didn't really. Music do didn't very, do anything for you. Did you, I didn't, you didn't really fall in love much. with that music. Well, no. I mean, as discussed, my only interaction with it was just to kind of like get annoyed because it was so repetitive. No. Okay. I'll stop. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, thank you for trying, Emily. I th- thank you for uh, for playing along. You're like welcome. I said, I do. I I I like. I know, I know you hate it, but I, I like hearing I what don't, you think about this I mean, stuff. I don't hate it. I just like, I don't know. I find it interesting that that you say that you like to hear what I have to say about them because I feel like this. I have the same thing to say every time, which is just kind of like, I find it really frustrating. Like, but no, I don't but the necessarily, thing is, I, mean, I don't in, necessarily. In overarching terms, yes. No, in, I don't necessarily in, in hate strokes, it, but I don't see what's fun about it, so I don't see why I would do it. Like, I don't know. In, in broad strokes, yes, you, you do have some similarities to your complaints uh but i what i'm doing i'm intentionally for this podcast choosing very different types of games so we had hearthstone which was a card game we had portal which was like a 3d puzzle game we had mario which is called a platformer game uh from all the platforms and pits that you kept on falling into um and yeah, that was uh, so fun I'm, I'm sorry to tell you, we will be playing more games at some point in the future this on this doesn't podcast. doesn't surprise me. But they will be different types of games. We will, I won't make you do another game where you'll just be playing the same level over and over again. Well, That's actually, I can't, I can't promise That's that. That's good, because I might, like, you know, <laughs> I, might, I might hurt you. Get so. a podcast divorce, yeah. <laughs> yeah, something like that. All right, I well. Might leave, I, might, I, I might take my recorder and go home. <laughs> oh, no, don't do that. I won't do that. I'm not going to be a bad sport about it. Well, I I'm, I'm think it's pretty safe to assume that next week we will not be talking about a video game. So what will we be no, talking about instead? I don't really have any video games to introduce <laughs> you to. Uh, no, instead, I'm going to make you watch a musical. Oh, okay. I'm <laughs> dubious. Yeah, no, it's a musical TV show uh, that's brand new. It's called Crazy Ex-Girlfriend. Okay, I've heard of that. that, that so, she gave yeah. that crazy speech at the Golden Globes and it was amazing crazy wonderful speech yeah (laughs) yeah so that's what we're watching all right well looking forward to that and until then emily where else can we find you online i am on twitter at ej reports and i'm on twitter at hey hey esj this is giant geek versus mega noob signing off See, I don't even like recognize that as the music. Like, I don't know. I feel like this would be the appropriate place for the death music that I kept hearing over and over. Yeah, that. Okay. (laughs) And we're dead. This has been Giant Geek vs. Mega Noob. For more, visit GVNPodcast.com.